0: for we are the Levine outcasts I am Matt that's Big Dave John is off tonight Bulls lose 120 to 108 it felt like a dagger into the center of my heart just saying that right now oh
1: mm. breathe baby
0: breathe Zach Levine's first career 50point game 25 straight points for the Bulls in the second quarter. A historic 39 point first half, and the Bulls get bullied in the third quarter 33 to 18.
1: Yeah.
0: And then lose the fourth quarter 34 to 24 and waste one of the best performances we've seen in the NBA this season. One of the best performances we've seen as Bulls fans in a really long time. I I don't know about you, Dave. I feel like Stretch Armstrong right now. You know, that toy from yeah, back yeah. in the day with the rubber know. arms. Because mm-hmm. over here, I'm like, oh my god, Zach Levine, bow down and worship this man. That was so awesome to watch. And then over here on this Stretch Armstrong arm, I'm 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 about to go look for some cyanide under our kitchen sink. I don't think we have any, but I'm gonna look because I can't believe that we just blew that chance at a four game winning streak and ruined what should have been an amazing amazing night to be Bulls fans. And we've I've got plenty of questions about what ha- what we saw in the third and fourth quarter, but that's my immediate reaction. I am torn. Yeah.
1: What are what are you feeling right now? Uh probably more of the disappointment uh than the positivity. Uh, or the happiness of Zach scoring 50. Of course, we're happy he scored 50. Absolutely. We wanted him to do that. That's awesome. But when he was scoring at, at the level that he was, we weren't thinking him scoring and losing. Our joy was coming because he was scoring and we were up by 13 at the half. That's where the joy was coming from. So having 39 points at the half, you up by 13, we were excited to get to the second half and wrap up a victory. So that's where the joy was coming from because it wasn't like in the, in the past years, Matt, where Zach would be having this incredible game and we're down, you know, we know we're going to lose. Like we're down by, you know, 20 or 10, whatever we're down by. We were like, yo, we watching this. It feels good because we're winning three game winning streak. We're playing a team that we should be able to beat. We're beating them right now. And look at what Zach is doing. He scored 25 straight points by himself. That's where the excitement and joy of him scoring 50 was coming from. It was It was the cherry on top of him ending the streak that I am sick of talking about. And I'm mad I found it out, which is he has never, ever, ever won four games in a row in his NBA career. And we have to continue saying this. And I have to keep talking about it. And we got to stop talking about it because I'm tired of saying it because I want this victory for him. But that's why, Matt. That's why it's more on the disappointment side than me being excited that he scored 50 because this is a game that we should have won. This was ours. This, is, this was a culmination of something. You know what I'm saying? This is one of those statement games that we talked about that the Bulls don't have. Those games that we look at, we're like, you know what? This is why this team is good right now. This is why Vooch is a good trade right now. Look at what Zach did when you bring these guys in. It's supposed to be that statement victory against a playoff team like the Atlanta Hawks in the East. That's what yeah. it was supposed to be. And it, it got ruined for us in that second half. It got taken from us in that second half. And, look, like, I
0: think we should add to the context of this second-half collapse that the Bulls were on the second night of a back-to-back. Fair. Atlanta had a night of rest last night. Not only the second night of a back-to-back, but this Bulls team is coming towards the end of a stretch where they have played nine of ten games on the road. Hmm. That That's not nothing. No. That absolutely takes its toll. Hmm. Um, And I thought it was interesting. They threw up a stat earlier tonight about the Bulls actually being – uh, a, a decent team in the second night of back-to-backs on the road, compared to the rest of the NBA over the past, you know, season or two. Yeah. But some nights you fall flat, as uh, Patrick said. P. Will and Thad bad tonight. Basically, everyone other than Zach and Vooch are two All-Stars bad tonight. Yeah. Our two All-Stars brought it. The role players didn't. And it's hard to win games on the road if your role players don't contribute. And, you know, it's not an excuse. It's not a pass to say, well, second night of a back-to-back, nine out of ten on the road, because I'm with you. I still think that they should have figured out a way to close this game. So it is a, a you know, a mind exercise of how much do you say, okay, but yeah, back-to-back, nine out of ten on the road, versus – I have serious gripes with what we saw in the final 15 to 20 minutes of this right. game yeah. when they let it slip in the third quarter and lost it in the fourth. Yeah. And so let's go there. You continued saying, as we were watching that fourth quarter go poorly, why is Lowry out here? Yeah. And I got to say, I think that's a fair question. I think there are multiple fair questions when it comes to to Donovan's rotation at the end of tonight's game,
1: yeah. And, and to backpedal a little bit in, on what you said about Vooch and Zach scoring, they scored 75 of the Bulls' 108 points. Okay, so that so the only other person in double digits was Kobe White with 11. We're talking about P. Will and and Thad with four, we're talking about Lowry with five, Troy Brown Jr. with five, Thice with four. Now, Troy Brown Jr. and Thice, I'm not looking at to score, I understand that. Right. But of these other guys, with what Sato didn't score at all, when P-Will gets four and when Thad gets four, that's going to be tough to get that victory or at least maintain it. Because when your stars get you that lead, your little guys or, or your, I shouldn't say little guys, but your your supporting staff, your supporting team should be able to kind of carry you guys and level it out for you guys to get this victory. Because this is a game that you should have won. But yes, Matt, what you said is correct. I am a scream. why is Lowry marketing out here? Why was he in this game in the fourth quarter? And I understand, like, you you wanted scoring and you wanted, you know, some shooting and you wanted some size, but we've we've seen the Lowry experiment all season long. We've seen it. We know what he can't do. We get it. We understand what he is and we understand what he ain't. So we know that he ain't the dude that you're going to want out there in the fourth quarter, especially when it's a team coming back on you, when stuff is on the line. If it's If it's a you got a 10 point lead or even a seven point lead or something like that. You want to steal some minutes for Thad? Okay, great. Okay, fine. You want to steal some minutes for P will. Okay, fine. No, let's do that. Keep doing it like that, but you can feel the momentum shift going on and you can see that Nate McMillan and that team recognized that Lowry marketing cannot play defense and was horrible on his rotation. And Bogdanovich was like, Hey, you know what? I remember killing this guy a couple years ago. Give me the ball back. You know, let me hit these threes because you saw he picked up his offense when Lowry it was in in the fourth quarter. You didn't even hear mm-hmm. from him in that first half. But when yeah. he came in in that fourth, that third and fourth quarter, when he realized Lowry was on him, cash paper money all day long is what you saw from Bud Donovich. So, yeah, I didn't understand why he was out there. Why I could, I just knew he was taking him out the game on that timeout. I was like, okay, you see, yeah. him, he's getting out the game. Cool. He's leaving. Nope. He's still in the game. And yeah, I, I, I don't understand that one, man. I don't, I don't get it.
0: Um, interesting point from Stucky kind of compounding the thoughts about tonight's back to back. That's why the bulls not dominating the fourth last night was a big deal. They needed the scrubs to get minutes. So the, the starters could rest. The The Bulls starters did have to stay out there in the fourth last night yeah. in the game that they led by 20, most of the night. True. And, um, as, as Stefan said, in the comment dead legs, um, I I also agree with with, um, Captain Stuckey, not Billy's best coaching night. To me, that's the other issue here is that the rotations tonight, as you were talking about, you know, did Lowry deserve to be on the floor to close the night? I questioned, despite him being the only other pulling double figures on four of 11 and one of five from downtown. Gee, great job, Kobe. That maybe Sato, with his court vision and playmaking abilities, should have been the one out there to close this game because that to me is the issue. When Zach has damn near 40 points in the first half, Mm -hmm. we saw it. The Hawks were double, if not triple teaming Zach, anytime he touched the ball, anytime he sniffed near the ball in the second half, the role players, when they need to capitalize on those double teams on Zach did not capitalize, but I'm sorry. I don't think that Kobe White, right now, as a very young NBA player, second year in the league, has the wherewithal to know where the ball needs to go when Zach is drawing that much attention. That's why I wanted Sato out there on the floor at the end of this game. Because the Bulls, after the Hawks made their very obvious adjustment of everyone guard Zach, Mm -hmm. we're not going to let Zach win this game by himself. Mm -hmm. and the rest of the Bulls did diddly shit, Mm -hmm. they missed some open looks when they passed out of the double teams, but they also, at times, failed to capitalize on all of the attention that Zach was drawing
1: from the Hawks' defense, and that pisses me off. Fair point. It's, It's simple basketball mathematics, man. No, here's the issue with your math right here. Is the math that you're leaving out, is Sato didn't score a single point tonight? I don't care. It matters, Matt, when a team is scoring and your team can't. And everybody on your team, your ball movement won't matter when nobody else on your team can score. You understand that? Nobody else can score. When when Patrick Williams got four points, when Thad has four points, when Lowry has five points, when when Thice has four, what does it matter the ball movement or who you're finding and getting open if nobody can score, so that means you can even cheat more off of the, off of Saturansky and even get those triple teams on Zach because we are not worried about you doing anything because you cannot score at all. So it doesn't matter how your ball is moving or flowing if it's not going into the basket. That's the only way your ball movement works is when it's going in the basket. So you have to have scorers out there, people who can actually put it in the basket. So that's the reason he put the scorer out there. That's the only reason he did it. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Everything you said technically is correct. You're right. The right basketball decision to do is to put out a guy like Sato. But the issue is, you needed scoring. And if he can't provide that, or if nobody else on the team can provide that, you have to put in somebody that can.
0: I mean, the... The putting the ball in the basket part, yes. That is the end step of every possession. I think that the Bulls would have benefited and gotten better looks at putting the ball in the basket with better guys on the floor who are capable at reading the defense and making the right reads and making the right passes. It's easier to score if you are fed a high-quality pass for a good look. Lowry doesn't do that, and Kobe doesn't do that. Great point. Sato and Thad do. Great point. So, despite the fact that Thad Young was a ghost on offense as far as scoring tonight, and that Sato was a ghost on offense as far as scoring tonight, they both make the right reads because they can read defenses. And then they make passes. And maybe we're not talking about everyone other than Zach and Booch having goose egg nights if they have a, a group of five on the floor that benefit from ball movement. We have seen the benefit of ball movement from this team and its offense in recent days and recent weeks. And they just – and Donovan just went away from that in the fourth quarter, and I don't
1: know why. Well, I just I just told you why. That's exactly yeah, why he did because it. They, Matt, because they because they even in the ball movement that you're talking about, did you not see the play? Where they had great ball movement and got it to Patrick Williams for a layup. What did he do? Did the ball go in the basket? No, no, it did I, not. The, I it, did was a, it was a great play. The ball movement was perfect. And he got the ball and it was a layup and it still didn't go in. What is the point of the ball movement? The ball isn't going into the bucket. That's the whole point of this, Matt. You have to score. That's the only reason he had him in the game. And even if the ball moves like that, the fact that you don't score, the fact that you can't put it in the bucket, which was always been my issue with Sadoransky is the it's not the fact that he's a great facilitator or can move the ball or has better court vision. We know he's got all that. My issue has always been scoring. And it was an issue tonight because he couldn't score. Oh of 6. He gave you nothing on that end. So it doesn't matter if I could get you the ball perfectly. If you go up for a layup and miss it, it's not going to matter. You're going to make me look even worse because I can't score. So, yeah, you can't have that liability on the floor right now when you can't score. That's it's it. It's not a- Okay, but see that that's that's
0: where I call bullshit, Dave. Okay. Because it's it's a coincidence that Sato, who by the way, is on pace for 50-40-90 this season, mm-hmm. who's been shooting remarkably well. Not anymore. He's been knocking down his shots. Okay, so tonight he's 0 for six, and you say, Oh, this dude's a scrub, he can't score. I didn't call Benches him a scrub. Ass. I didn't call him a scrub. Nobody don't no. do that. Don't do that. Okay. Nobody called him that. Fair, but you're saying you can't have him on the floor because he can't score. There's that's a, a liability. Point. That's a fact. You can't score. That's a liability. Absolutely, man. That's not a lie. There, There is just as good of a chance of Sato knocking down an open shot in that fourth quarter, despite the fact that he was 0 for 6 so far tonight, than there was of Kobe knocking down a shot who was, by the way, only 4 of 11 tonight and 1 of 5 from downtown. I don't see a big difference there, buddy.
1: The, the difference is three is better than zero. That's the difference, Matt. That's a huge difference. Scoring not, is better. It's not. Yo, what any do you NBA think is more? Players, what do you think is more? An NBA player
0: who can shoot at least 34% from downtown has the confidence to take an open shot Matt, who when do they you have think, an open shot. Who do
1: you think was a bigger threat tonight? Kobe Osado when it came to scoring. Who do you think was a bigger threat?
0: When it came to scoring.
1: Scoring. Who you think was a bigger threat? Kobe, it was Kobe a, White. No, don't it was Kobe White. That's a bigger a, threat. By a hair. By Kobe White's illustrious hair. It was a bigger threat. He was a bigger threat. You put your threats out there, man. You had to do that. I'm not I'm in dis- I'm not in yeah. disagreement that Sato is a facilitator. But not that threat, who
0: has not really shown that he's got it going tonight? also is a detriment to the ball movement of your five-man offense. But, man, a detriment is not scoring. No.
1: A detriment. How is that not a – how do you just absolve that? How do you just absolve his scoring and say, no, that's fine, it's okay. He moved the ball, and he had 10 assists, but he had no assists in the second half. How is that – so no points and no assists in the second half. And you're telling me that's not a detriment. Because on, he only played, he only on. played a few minutes in the third quarter. Like Donovan, for whatever reason, barely played Sato in the second half, and he I don't know score. why. Because he couldn't score. That's that. No, I'm sorry. You got to score. Not... You have to score, Matt. I'm sorry. You got to score in this game right here. Yes, you had to score. And in this game, you, you, you—that was what their issue was. Nobody could score. If you tally up, Kobe people, was Kobe was one of five from I downtown. I one of five. I hear you, Matt. Four of eleven from the field, one of five from three. Oh, of everything from let's, Sadoransky. Let's also, and shout out to not that Matt, who said Kobe scored eleven and
0: allowed 30 on the other end. <laughs> give give me Stato's defense over Kobe's defense every minute of every night. Every minute the, Bull, fair? the Bulls defense couldn't stop a goddamn thing in that fourth quarter. You're right. Absolutely the Hawks true. got what they wanted. They sure did. And as much as I love Kobe, he's he's my little engine that could. <laughs> that that dude's defense is shit. Let's, let's not, you know, as, as our buddy Will Perdue would say, let's not put whipped cream on
1: this turd. No. Kobe White's defense is shit. It's not good. It's not good. But I'm telling you. I, so I, I somebody, don't want to hear no, about Sato no. having no points. He goose-egged you in the second half. Not points. Nothing. He goose-egged you. He Tony-snailed totally you in the second half. And you absolving that second, nothing. You, your argument for him in the second half is nothing because he gave you nothing zero. That's not a debate. He gave you zero. That's all I'm saying. He gave you and nothing.
0: Gee, I wonder if he was on the floor, if those
1: nothings would have been somethings. We don't know, but obviously, you know, who thought he wouldn't was the coach. The coach said, well, I, I don't look like you got it tonight. You know, come on and sit next to me. Go ahead and sit next to me. You don't look like you're doing which, your thing tonight, bro. Which is why. Zero as, assist. Which is why, as much as we love Billy and appreciate
0: having him here, because Lord knows it's a million times better don't do than it. what we have. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I I have issues with Donovan's rotation in the second half tonight. I do.
1: That's and fair. it sounds like you do too. We just have yeah. different issues. Yeah, we have different issues. Right, right, about right. Who, who was in the game. And I'm sure he'll have an explanation for it and all of that. And I'm sure he'll give us reasoning. And, I, and he's, he's speaking right now. And I'm, and I'm sure he'll come up and he'll tell everybody why. Because, you know, those beat writers like Darnell Mayberry and Casey and Joe Cowley, you know, those guys are going to ask those questions. And so I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it why he did that. But, yes, you we both had different issues just on different sides. Absolutely.
0: Well, um Before I blow an O-ring, let's let's let everybody go out and enjoy the rest of their Friday night. The Bulls have an off day tomorrow before yet another back-to-back set of games Sunday and Monday. And I guess at least, bright side, we didn't get the four-game winning streak, but we can start a new winning streak on Sunday. There you go. The Minnesota Timber, whatever. <laughs> I uh, the
1: Timber. Who's your what's it?
0: Uh, who's who's this what's it? <laughs> the Timber. Hide your fox. That that is a absolutely should win game. Yeah. I, I'm still upset. It's going to yeah. take me all of tonight and all of tomorrow to get over this loss. Yes, but I think that the final thing that we should leave with is. Let's all appreciate the greatness of Zach Levine, yeah, and appreciate the fact that he is wearing a Chicago Bulls jersey. This dude is this dude is special, y'all. He's special, he's special, special. That's it. And hey, Dave, yes sir. I feel like we haven't agreed this vehemently, disagreed this vehemently on something in a while. Feels good. I'm I'm <laughs> sad that John wasn't here to see it, right? <laughs> but it it feels good because, dude, I I love arguing with you. Yeah, you're one of my favorites, man. I respect your opinions too, and brother. you're not an, an insane person. <laughs> I I don't like arguing with some Bulls fans because they're insane. Right, right, right. No, but I'm- I know you and we we, we have grown to know each other deeply over the past couple years, yeah. and you're not only someone whose basketball opinions I respect, but you're a person who I respect, oh, and so when we get to have these heated debates like this, man, it's just so fun yeah. for me. Uh, I hope it's fun for everybody else out there who's watching along tonight.
1: Yes, I hope
0: y'all enjoy it, because it's all
1: love in the end. I love man, All love. <laughs> God damn it, I can't wait to hug your vaccinated ass. Tomorrow. Oh! Tomorrow. It is. Tomorrow. We're doing it tomorrow. Big Dave's getting the shot tomorrow, y'all. Die. One shot. Like, know all right, y'all.
0: Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Appreciate those of you who threw us some tips tonight. Reminder, as always, check out the podcast on the Bowl on Bulls podcast Bow. feed. Check out that Bowl on Bulls YouTube channel Bow. to get all of these archived episodes. For one of my dearest, truest, bluest friends in the world, Big Dave Watson, Matt Peck, and have a great Friday. Have a great Saturday. We'll see you on Sunday. You're Peace out. Miss you, bro. Rest in peace.